Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is the Friday edition of Gabriel's Trumpet. Friday is a special day today. It's the first Friday of the holy month of December, in which we honor the Sacred Heart of Jesus, the Divine Physician, and it's also Friday in the first week of the holy season of Advent, in which we wait for the coming of the Lord. And waiting is something we find difficult, and yet it's the theme of our readings for today's uh, offering of Mass, and it has some very important advice for us, some very important guidance, not only for the season of Advent, but really through the whole of our life. Waiting is difficult. We are born impatient. Uh, we look at a baby, and the baby immediately wants what it wants, when it wants it, and of course it wants it now, if not before now. <clears throat> the baby will cry to be fed, cry to be picked up, cry to be changed. No matter what else is going on, the baby wants it now. We call that infantile behavior, and yet we know that infantilism is not uh, chronological. It has to do with our spiritual and psychological makeup. And especially in today's culture, a kind of microwavable culture, we simply want to push the buttons and have whatever's inside the microwave fast, and we get it immediately, and off we go. It doesn't taste very good, and we don't know if it's overcooked or undercooked, depending upon the machine we have. But it's fast. Our computers, we grow increasingly impatient as uh, machines are able to do things faster. We want the faster computer, the faster phone, the faster delivery. We have all kind of mail. We call it snail mail because we want email, <coughs> electronic mail, which means we want it instantly. And so we have to walk around with these devices not be found uh, without them, in which we uh, punch up uh, letters and numbers and we send it, and it's received, and it's so quick, and we, we take pride in that, and we often think that that's a great advance, and in some instances it is. But also we lose a great deal in the notion of patience and waiting. Much of maturity much of maturity throughout the whole of our life depends on our ability to wait, to wait for results, to be patient with ourselves and with others. As God is patient with us, imagine how patient God is with each and every one of us. Um, we say to, to, to God very often, how long, O Lord, how long? And the Lord may very well be saying to us, how long with you? How long do I have to keep teaching? How long do I have to keep forgiving? How long do I have to keep giving you the graces necessary to move to a greater level of spiritual maturity? We have to learn to be patient. Some people are not patient with themselves. They get increasingly frustrated and they get increasingly angry with themselves because they can't get it the first time. How much failure is the result of 
wanting results too quickly. We take up an activity and we're not perfect at it. We don't see the results right away. So we walk away. The problem with that, of course, is, is that we develop a walk-away life. We have difficulties in our marriage, difficulties in our relationship, difficulties at work, difficulties at school. And so what do we do? We walk away, on to the next thing. And if we're impatient with that, we'll keep traveling. We're like wanderers. We have no roots. Roots take time. And that is especially true in the spiritual life. Our responsorial psalm in today's Mass, it ends by saying something quite profound. It says, wait for the Lord with courage. Be stout-hearted and wait for the Lord. Wait for the Lord with courage. That, it takes a great deal of courage to wait, to not manage, to not manipulate, to not fix things so they come out how we want them and, of course, when we want them. And it takes a stout heart. The word courage is related to the word heart, from the heart. Uh, the impatient or the immature, the impatient are those who want uh, everything immediately. Uh, and that really is not the way that life works. We can cause a great deal of damage by not waiting. Haste makes waste. And uh, we see a lot of waste in ourselves and in others all around us when we don't have that ability uh, to wait. I would invite you to do the old uh, apple pie test. It's a very good indication of ourselves and especially of others. So the next time you parents or f friends or someone comes over and you want to find out something about them, uh, serve a, a slice of apple pie, preferably one that you've made, but if not a store-bought pie will do. And take the wedge or the slice of the pie and put it before them and see which end of the pie they eat first. If they start from the tip and work towards the crust, that's a very good indication that this person has a certain level of maturity, a certain ability to wait. In other words, delay gratification. That's a very important uh, discipline. It's a very important grace. So they work from the tip up to the crust. But then you have those who turn the pie around and immediately start eating from the crust down. They have to have that crust. And a very good crust is, is delicious, of course. But it's an anticipation. It's a fulfillment that comes from beginning at the tip and working yourself up. So next time your daughter brings home uh, a prospective boyfriend, give him the old apple pie test. Watch how others eat. If they eat the tip going up, or do they start at the crust working down? But that's really a metaphor for life. So many people want to start at the crust, and they work down. So that by the time they get down to the tip, well, what's the big deal? The best part is over. 
There's no anticipation. There's a letdown. And it's very important if you want to learn a skill, if you want to become proficient at something. It takes time. You have to be able to endure setbacks and failure. You have to learn to be patient in the learning process. So many failures result from people being too impatient, uh, wanting results immediately. Um, just the other day, I was standing by a traffic light where you have to push the button to let the thing know that you want to cross the street and so on, and a sound comes out of there, wait, wait, wait. Now, no cars are coming, road is clear, or even if it's not clear, or you're standing on the sidewalk next to one of these um, walk and don't walk signs, watch how many people cannot stand on the side and wait. It, they, they have to go across the street. Um, we now even have, you can turn right on a red light after you kind of stop. Most people kind of just touch the brake and then turn anyway, if they even do that. We have become very, very uh, now-oriented. And the best things, often the best things in life, in our earthly life, and in the development of our spiritual life, and the two are very much connected. We demand those instant results. When will the Lord answer me? The Lord didn't give it to me today. Right after I prayed, it didn't happen. My goodness. When will we learn that God's time is not our time? All time is in God's hands. And God's delay does not mean God's denial. And sometimes God's denial is God's wisdom. That in the end, this is really not good for us. This does not mature us or bring us closer to God. Because God sees around the bend of life. Sees around the turn. We don't have that vision. We see what's in front of us. And if we want it, we want it now. And the season of Advent is that season of waiting for the coming of the Lord. Now, we ought to say what waiting is not. Waiting is not kind of standing there, shuffling your feet with your hands in your pocket, or looking around or looking up. Waiting is that ability to quietly and with dedication do the everyday things of life knowing that in doing that, the Lord is revealing himself more and more in those everyday things. Uh, we don't immediately rush to Bethlehem. This four, these four weeks of Advent are a period of waiting and of preparation, of growing in patience, but an impatience that's anticipatory, we, 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 we are expecting, we are expecting to, to arrive at Bethlehem and to find the Christ child in the crib, in that stable, with Mary and Joseph. And that's a tremendous anticipation. Uh, we know anticipation when we're children. 
and uh, the days of Christmas, of presents and trees and good food and family and relatives and friends and all of those kinds of things. There's a difference in the air, and we can hardly wait, as we say. I, I can hardly wait for this. And yet we know that the waiting and the excitement and the anticipation are, are, are tremendous sensations, uh, tremendous feelings, and we have expectations. But when we wait upon the Lord, we are never disappointed. You may find yourself looking back over this past year, or even right now, and saying, why doesn't the Lord hurry up? Why doesn't the Lord give me what I want now? Why doesn't the Lord answer my prayer? God's delay may very well be God's answer. And that delay may be a very long time. And God's answer may be, this is not good for you. This is not really good for you. It appears to be good to you. But in the long run, it is not good for you. As C.S. Lewis said, we may spend a great deal of time in heaven thanking God for all the things he didn't give us, all the requests that he didn't answer according to our will. One of the most difficult prayers we can say, one of the most difficult prayers we can say, and one, therefore, that we should say every day, are the simple words of Mary and Jesus Mary at the Annunciation, let it be as you say. That's what she tells uh, the uh, archangel Gabriel in response that she would be the mother of God. Let it be as you say. And Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, when he prays that the, the cup of suffering will be removed from him, he says, not my will be done, but thine be done. That takes tremendous courage, tremendous stout-heartedness. And so we don't wait passively. We hope, knowing that our hope, our hope will be fulfilled because God never abandons us. God never turns away from us or is indifferent to us. All things work unto good for those who love God. So if you find yourself at this early stage of the Advent season and you may think that God is indifferent to you, is not listening to you, doesn't care about you because you didn't get what you wanted, how you wanted it, when you wanted it, think a little more, reflect a little more, pray a little more. Uh, And then after a period of time, look back and see maybe... Maybe God's answer was in his delay so that we could grow in that maturity of patience, that stout-heartedness and courage that we need to face so many things in life, so many, so many failures and so many disasters result from eating the pie from the crust down. God invites us through his grace, each and every day, but especially in this holy season of Advent. Start from the tip. Start from the tip and work up. That's exactly what God does with us. God starts with us at the moment 
of our existence, the moment of our conception, and is constantly, constantly, every single day, working with us, never giving up on us. God is infinitely, infinitely patient with us. So in these holy days, grow in that tremendous grace and virtue of patience. Don't be demanding everything now, that kind of infantile now, immediately. Grow in that grace of delayed gratification because in that delay, you will indeed never be disappointed because God never disappoints us and never abandons us, especially in this holy season of Advent. So we hope that this Friday and the first week of Advent will be a time for your reflection on the importance of patience and of perseverance in allowing the Lord to come into your mind and into your heart. And just because God is delaying doesn't mean he's denying. And what you perceive as God's denial may very well be God's wisdom and God's love for what is truly best for us. So in this blessed season of Advent, we continue here at Gabriel's Trumpet to pray for all of you. We pray that you will indeed wait for the Lord. Wait for the Lord, you and your family and your loved ones, and grow closer together spiritually and prayerfully, and maybe you will have the opportunity to get together with your family and loved ones during this holy time, this holy season. And so we wish and pray for God's blessings on each and every one of you. And thank you for being with us on this Friday in the first week of Advent and on this first Friday where we honor the Sacred Heart of Jesus, the Divine Physician. God bless you.